Today's scripture of the day is Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to test. And again the devil took him high to a mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. A lot of us have heard this scripture, uh, Jesus in the wilderness, right? Going and being tempted. And when we think about wilderness, a lot of times we have this perception of if you are in the wilderness, you're probably lost. And so I just want to tell you kind of one of my ultimately scariest moments of being lost. It was in 2017, and I had the opportunity to go to a friend's wedding, uh, and she was getting married in Spain. So I, being um, a single, young uh, individual, was like, absolutely, I'm going to go. This is an adventure, right? And so I go, and we have a great time. And so the night of the wedding, I had arranged where I would fly back the, the day after, and where the wedding was, it was about four hours from the airport in which I was flying out of in Barcelona. And so I decided that I would find a place that was closer to the airport to stay at the night prior. That way, when I woke up in the morning, I would be able to, you know, somewhat functionally get there and not have to drive four hours uh, to get to the airport. And so I did that, and I went to this city. I don't remember what the name of it was, but I remember circling and driving through the city for probably an hour because I could not find the, the B&B that I was supposed to stay at. And it's about 2 o'clock in the evening, or 2 o'clock in the morning, I guess now, at this point, and I am freaking out because I do not know where I'm going. All of the places to park here were uh, parallel parking uh, adventures, and that is not something that I was uh, used to doing. Actually, I had never done it, and I don't know how, but somehow I parallel parked my car in the one place that I could find, and I got out, and I was just like, okay, I got to go find this place. Thankfully, 
Thankfully, there was someone who spoke English that was walking to the same place where they were coming from at 2 a.m. in the morning. I don't know. I don't care. But I made it. I wasn't lost. And so on the flip side of that, okay, so that's in kind of a city area. Whenever I've gone out into the wilderness, I'm usually way more prepared we're going on a canoe trip with some guys uh, that I know, and one of them in particular obsesses over making sure he knows exactly where we're going and where we're stopping. And so, if I think about the differences between being lost in the city and knowing exactly where I am in the wilderness, I find that kind of a, an interesting flip towards what we naturally think of when we think of the wilderness. And Jesus, when Jesus is going into the wilderness, right, we think to ourselves that he might not know what he is getting himself into. You know, we are in the, the first week of Lent, and so we know that through this story that Jesus is going to go into the wilderness for 40 days, which is uh, very symbolic of our time in the season of Lent, where we, <clears throat> excuse me, um, are in this season for a little more than 40 days, 40 if you take out Sundays, but there's a connection, right? There's a connection of Jesus fasting and going and being in the wilderness, but I don't think Jesus was ever lost in that wilderness. I would almost say that Jesus knew exactly what he was getting himself into. Now how Jesus went through all of this temptation and, and was able to answer and to do the things he did, I don't know because that would have been very difficult for me. I probably would have failed at the very first one where I was offered food because if I was fasting, I, I don't do very well with that and I would definitely want the food. But yet, Jesus did not. Jesus knew what he was getting himself into because this is very early on before Jesus' public ministry, and Jesus knew that this was going to be a time and a place where he could grow into the person, the Messiah, that he needed to be for the world. Jesus going through those temptations, knowing what he was getting himself into, rather than being maybe in, a, in a, a mind frame of anxiousness because of the unknown or uh, being in a, in a place where he, he couldn't operate maybe as well as he should, Jesus operated in knowing knowing what God was going to put before him and knowing that all of these temptations that were put before him were not from God. 
but that in rejecting these temptations would help him be prepared for that ministry. Because the ministry of Jesus was not an easy one. We continue to read the story, right? And we continue to know more about that ministry as we're sitting here today. But if we just fast forward to where Jesus is crucified, denied, beaten, that in, it, in itself is not easy. To be willing to go through those events. To have the ridicule, to have uh, the later the, the temple leaders upset at what he is teaching, Jesus' ministry was far from easy. And so these 40 days in the wilderness they might have been some of the easiest moments for him as he prepares for what is coming. Which I think uh, really works well in this season of Lent as we sit here today because most of us have probably picked up some type of practice that we want to do in these 40 days, or maybe we are giving up a habit that we know is not the best for us, and the thought process behind whatever exercise we have, have chosen is it's to stretch us in a way that helps us grow, to stretch us in a way so that we continue to grow into the individual's into the congregation, into uh, the body of Christ that Jesus meant for the world. That we continue to grow and to stretch ourselves so that when the time comes and we have a, a hardship or something that we're not comfortable with but that we know is what God is calling for us to do, We can handle it. We can go forward with confidence. Go forward in knowing that we have prepared for this ministry. Prepared for this time. One of the beautiful parts of life, I think, is that no matter who we are, no matter where we're from, we always have more that we can learn. We always have room to grow. Whether that be growing in our faith journey and in our relationship with God, growing in our roles within our families, growing in our careers, We continue to have those opportunities. But the only way in which we are able to grow 
And to be ready for those challenges is to stretch ourselves in ways that we didn't think we could do. To go and to prepare for what is coming. I can think of many situations within my life that I did feel that I was in the wilderness. That traditional aspect of wilderness where I was lost, I didn't know what I was doing, I thought I was all alone. And for some of those situations, for that first, you know, amount of time, I sat there struggling, saying to myself, there's no way I'm going to make it through this. And thankfully, in some of the instances, not all of them, some of them I sat in my my self-doubt, my self-pity, but some of them I was able to realize, wait a second, There's fruit to this. There's learning from this. It might not be exactly what I wanted in my life. It wasn't exactly what I had hoped for. But there was beauty that came from it. Preparation. Lessons learned. And so when we sit in that wilderness and when we, we wonder where we're going to go, what we're doing, worried about being lost, I hope and I pray that we go into that wilderness with a full head of steam, ready for whatever the situation is, just as Jesus did. And I hope and I pray that we continue to put our eyes on God, continue to learn and to continue to help those moments in the wilderness stretch us, help us grow. Help us grow and learn so that we may go out into the world and fulfill that calling that God continues to put in front of each and every one of us. That we continue to grow in our understanding and that we are able to continue to help the world know of our ever-present, our ever-loving, and our grace-filled God. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the ways in which you continue to challenge us, for the ways in which you continue to help us grow and learn. 
And so let us, Lord, be excited to go into the wilderness knowing that you were with us and knowing that you are God are helping us grow even more into the, pe- the people you have created us to be so that we may continue to go out into the world and help the world grow in their knowledge, their understanding, and their relationship with you, our almighty God. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.